For over 20 years, I've dedicated my life to bringing you the very best selling, marketing, and business building strategies to keep your business thriving. Get ready to experience the success you've been searching for. Welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tom Ferry Show, episode 69. Today, I wanna to talk to you about fearless objection handling, raising the bar on your confidence, and having you be in a state where every time an objection comes up, you win. Are you interested? I hope you are. You know, I always like to start with what the problem is, and, and the problem, unfortunately, has been around for as long as I've been inside this industry, and that is, first, we've got an enormous failure rate, and I think there's a direct correlation between the failure rate in our industry and people that don't know what to say, people that don't know how to handle objections, people that don't know how to close, and because of that, they fail at a radical level in our industry, and you and I, were committed to the opposite. The interesting thing though, I just got a stat from Mark Johnson, my head of biz dev. He said, Tom, were you aware that 85% of the people that come into the real estate business come in with no sales skills? I mean, I want you to think about that for a second. Now, you might be saying, yeah, Tom, that was me. You know, I got into the business 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 30 days ago with no selling skills. The challenge is the vast majority of the people that got in with no selling skills maintained that, right? They continued to not learn what to say. You know, I think back to one of my early mentors, Bill Mitchell, and, and he would say to me, he'd say, Tom, if you know what to say, you'll call anybody. If you know the objections they're going to give you in advance, you can't wait because you know that that objection gets you one step closer to the sale. And he said, the thing I would implore upon you, and this was in the early days of my career when I was in my head about my age. You ever been there before? Has there ever been a time in your life when you were like, didn't think you were good enough, smart enough, old enough, had enough experience? Have you been there before? Well, this time is exactly like that time. For me, when I was younger, it was, I don't know what to say. And I look like Opie, right? I'm, I'm too young looking. But he said, if you just master what to say, if you take the time to learn the skills, to really become effective with your language, right? To serve the customers, to bring them value, to remove their fear so they can make a decision, then you're gonna win. And this is why when I was in my, you know, late teens, early 20s, I was able to become very dominant because I knew what to say. And that's what I wanna help you with today. So you ready? 87% failure rate, that's not you and I, but 85% come in with no selling skills and most maintain it, that's scary. But here's the real problem. Most people are simply afraid to handle objections and close, so they don't. Think about it, right? There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of sales trainers that talk about, um, you know, there's three kinds of salespeople, or they say there's you know, like sets of numbers, like 80%, I think of like Brian Tracy, one of my mentors, 80% of all salespeople close one time, and it goes something like this. <laughs> so what do you think? Like that's their big close, right? And then he says 10% of all salespeople will close three times where they'll handle an objection, they'll close, they're asking for the business. And then we know the top 10%, you, you know, we're, we're handling objections, we're solving problems, we're making the yes obvious and apparent for the customer, and we'll do it five times, six times, seven times, 10 times, we'll do whatever it takes because we know if you leave that selling situation, the next person walks in, asks once, and bam, they get the deal. So 
I'm asking you to elevate your game. I'm asking you to solve the confidence problem and become a more effective salesperson. So let's talk about it, you ready? Two things we wanna do in terms of solutions. First, I wanna talk process, and then secondly, I wanna give you a sample pattern, and then I'm gonna ask you to go to tomferry.com forward, to, uh, forward slash, is it springtime advantage, or can they just go to tomferry.com? Just go to tomferry.com, there'll be a big, obvious springtime advantage where you're gonna get lots of scripts and dialogues for you to download and start to practice, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So you ready? The process. So having been in sales my entire life, I know this first and foremost, that when you follow the process, it's like when you go A, B, C, D, E, you're following the process, you're gonna win. You go one plus one equals two, you're gonna win. But when you try and say one plus one equals seven, you lose, because the process is incorrect. So the best process that I've ever discovered for handling an objection is number one, get into the right state. So I wish we were together face to face, because I would say to you, what does your facial expression look like? What does your physiology look like? What happens to your psychology when someone looks you in the eyes and says, we'd like you to do it for less? Or another agent said they would do it for less. I bet you don't go like this. <gasps> oh, I bet you do this. You silently shrink. Oh, oh. It's like this like little needle, oh, like right into your gut. Like that's how most people experience an objection. For me, when you give me an objection, I get excited because you're trying to do business with me and you've got questions you need answered. Do you hear how my mindset is? You want to do business with me, you've got questions you need answered, so I'm excited when you give me an objection. So if you say to me, I want you to cut your fees, I'm like, oh, this is awesome because we're one step closer to doing business together. Now, we can't be a banana. You can't actually go to people like they're like, you know, hey, I want you to cut your commission. <gasps> like that would be strange, right? But you don't want to do this. Ugh right, even silently because it impacts your language, your tone, your mindset, right, everything about your sales energy gets impacted. We wanna be strong in the face of objections. Now, the first one is state. The second one is you always start with agreement. So someone says to you, I've got a friend in the business, right, you can look at him and go, everybody does. But that doesn't, that doesn't create like this connection of you and I are on the same page. So the language, the language we like to use is phrases like, I can appreciate that, or I hear you, right? That simple like reaching across, like I hear you, right? I understand what you're saying. I can appreciate the fact you have friends in the business, right? So I wanna stay in agreement, not start this sort of adversarial, right? Trying to handle the objections close. I wanna make sure that the customer understands that I hear them, I understand, I appreciate that, and then I transition. And we all know and versus but, and I put two T's behind but for a reason. The moment you say, for example, uh, RJ, right? I really like you, but, right? I hear what you're saying, Kale, but I've got two of my team members inside the office. First time here on the Tom Ferry Show. If I use the word but, we know that the word but negates whatever you just said. Your, your spouse says, honey, how do I look? You look fantastic, but, right, you know that's a bad thing. Don't ever do that. Instead, you always transition with the word and. I can appreciate that and. Now I've got a seamless transition into my objection handling. Then you want to use 
a pattern. Now I'm going to give you a sample pattern here, but when you go to TomFerry.com, you're going to download a bunch of those different scripts and dialogues and patterns because you want to have lots of different ways that you can handle each objection. Then I want to get agreement. So after I use the pattern, I want to get some, are we on the same page? Can you see how moving forward is the right move? Right? Like getting some agreement and then ultimately I got to close. So the first thing I would ask you is as you sit here and listen to this message, I'm talking about fearless objection handling. I'm talking about raising the bar on your confidence. I'm talking about you earning more commission dollars, closing more transactions, helping more customers and bringing more value. Is that the process you currently follow or what do you follow? Remember, 85% came in with no sales and marketing skills. This is what I've done my entire life, right? I love being a salesperson. I'm a great salesperson. I thrive on it and I know you do too. So here's a sample pattern. Right? A sample pattern. Now, I know you're, you're looking at this on the screen, and I'm going to give you an example of it. When you download all this stuff, you'll, you'll hear this or you'll read it over and over again. This particular pattern is called, has there ever been a time when? Has there ever been a time when? You see, in the art and science of sales and persuasion, one of the easiest things we can have a customer do is reflect on a time in their life when they tried something out that's similar to what they're asking you to do now and it didn't work out. You with me on this? So let's play the pattern out specifically around discounting commissions. You ready? So we start with, they give you an objection. <gasps> right? We're not actually going to do that, but that's going to be our psychology. Our emotional state is like, we're excited because this is one step closer to moving forward and getting a deal done. We always start with, I can appreciate that and, remember, agreement and transition. Then I use the pattern. Has there ever been a time when something similar, something similar, right? Something similar, something that they can relate to that is like the objection they're giving you. And it didn't work out. And it didn't work out. Well, this time is exactly like that time can I explain. I want to connect the two between their objection and a time in their life when they did this and it didn't work out. So are we on the same page after I give the example and then let's move forward and sign the contract. So let's play along with, so Danny says to me, Tom, I met with a bunch of other agents and they said they were willing to do it for less. And I say, Danny, I can appreciate that. And let me ask you, has there ever been a time when you simply hired the cheapest person or you went for the lowest possible price? Has there been a time in your life when you've, when you've made the decision purely based upon fees or trying to get the best deal? Has there ever been a time like that? And has there ever been a time when you did that and it didn't work out? Or maybe it actually ended up costing you money. Like that's a beautiful example of connecting the two, right? Now I don't need to ask him what it was. If you want to and you have that kind of rapport, you're more than welcome to say, Danny, tell me about that time. Oh, you know, I was looking to get a car or I was negotiating a contract for my business and I, I found a vendor and I went purely based on price and the gal totally hacked the job, right? If you get them to express it, that's a good thing, right? Just be mindful that they might go into, you know, 65 different stories and you could get lost in that. So, I can appreciate that and has there ever been a time when you went for a discount, you went for the lowest possible deal, you went for the lowest possible price, you were only making your decisions on fees and it didn't work out. Can you think of a time like that? And they're going to say, well, you know, yeah, I mean, there, there has been, right? And I say, well, this time is exactly like that time. Can I explain? You see, you guys want the highest possible price for your home. You don't want to leave any chips on the table. 
and you hired me or you brought me out here because you understood that my marketing plan was more aggressive and more quantifiable than any other agent in town. And when I unveil your property the way we do with our marketing strategy, more buyers are gonna know about your home and every agent's gonna know. And when we deploy this at its best, we get a number of offers and big opportunities for you. By asking me to reduce my fees, what you're really saying is, Tom, I'm okay leaving some money on the table. I'm okay if you don't deploy your full marketing plan. Cut back on some of your marketing plan and let's roll the dice and just see if we can find a buyer. Is that what you're looking for? And you let them sit in it. The strategic pause is so important when you're handling objections. Remember, sales is a process of asking a series of questions that naturally and automatically lead you and the customer to a mutually desired end result. Let me say it to you again. Sales is a process of asking questions that allow you and the customer right, to make decisions and agree upon a mutually desired end result. You can't talk them into it. You need to ask the question and let them sit in it. Let them sit and bake and marinate and say, yeah, he's right. I actually did try and get a discount before and it totally didn't work out. And my home is my greatest asset. We've interviewed with other agents. You clearly have a more aggressive marketing plan. And then also they look at you and say, okay, we get it. Okay, we get it. And in that page you say, so we're on the same page, then let's move forward and make a decision. Now, if that felt complicated to you, Beautiful. Let me remind you, 85% of all uh, people that got into our industry came in with no selling skills whatsoever. And whether you're a 40-year veteran or a 40-day brand new agent, the bottom line is whoever has the most sales swagger, the most confidence, wins. So I've done this pattern, you know, eight gazillion times in my career and so many others. My best advice for you is it's time to level up your game and become masterful at what you say, especially in the moment of truth in handling objections, whether it's a friend of the business or, hey, we only wanna buy from the listing agent, right? You've heard that one for, from buyers or buyers that are saying, we'd like you to pay us back a fee because we see that happening in the marketplace. The objections are all the same. Are you ready to take on mastering the answers to increase your swagger? That's why you're watching. So here's my actions. Number one, strongly recommend going to tomferry.com, downloading the springtime advantage. I've asked them, there's a listing presentation, there's a marketing, uh, marketing strategy, there's 10 ways to win every listing. I'm trying to give you everything you need and the language to be effective. Now, somewhere on my website, I don't know if we can link this up, there is an objection handling CD that I did about a year ago that I strongly recommend, whether it's you know $10, $25, or $2,500, it's worth its weight in gold, you should buy that today, right? Download all the scripts, buy that little CD, and then here's what I want you to do. I want you to list out the three to five most common objections you receive. Everywhere around the world, there's different objections, right? So what are the objections you get most frequently? And then I'm gonna ask you to write out the patterns and the answers, like physically write it out. This is how I started my career. Like, I can appreciate that. Has there ever been a time when? I can appreciate that. Let me ask you a question. If there was like old if close, I would do it over and over and over and over and over. And you know what happens? All of a sudden, the words just come out. And I don't have to think about the script. I don't have to think about the dialogue. Then I'm only thinking about you, the customer. 
and that's when you win, right? You win when the language comes out in the correct pattern or process and you're serving the customer. Now, the last thing I wrote down is, I would strongly recommend you read and memorize, read and memorize, like practice and rehearse over and over again, so in the moment of truth again, you win, and then lastly, your assignment is to win more often. So, we're 69 shows into the Tom Ferry Show. Thank you so much. I want comments, 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 comments. I wanna know, you know, are you an effective salesperson? I wanna know, are you working on your scripts and dialogues? Are you a master of handling objections? Or did this show really resonate for you? Give me some comments, give me some feedback. Let me know how I can bring you more value. Thank you so much for watching. Remember always, your strategy matters, and now more than ever, what you say absolutely rules. Thanks for watching. If you love what you're seeing here, then click the button below to join our online community absolutely free. Thanks so much. <laughs>